Hello everyone and welcome to Grateful for Love. This is Regina. I am just so thankful to be able to be with you once more and again. And we have been sharing uh, from the Roman Road. And what the Roman Road is is simply uh, verses that are taken primarily from the book of Romans, which really takes us step by step in terms of how you would witness to someone um, that you're sharing Christ with and that you're offering them the gift of salvation. And so it's a good way not only for you to share, but to also uh, reaffirm yourself um, in terms of your walk with the Lord and where you stand with him. And I wanted to begin today by reading uh, from Romans chapter 6, verse 23. And I'm not going in any certain order. So last episode I did Romans 5 and 6, and today will be Romans 6 and 23. But as these verses begin to um, come about through each episode, you'll see how they all relate to each other in terms of uh, being able to um, give us an idea of where we are without Christ and then what God offers us through Christ. So today's verse, Romans 6.23, I'll read it first from the NIV. And it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And to give you a continued backstory of Romans, we found out on the last episode how Paul is explaining uh, to the readers his understanding of the Christian faith and all of its practical implications for the lives of Christians. And the theme of the letter was coming from Romans 1 and 17. And to build upon that, uh, we find out that all people, whether they are Jews or Gentiles, we all need to be right with God. And this is what the book of Romans is addressing. It didn't matter whether you were born Jewish or if you were outside of the Jewish faith, that we all, we all need to be put right with God and that we're all alike under the power of sin, that none of us escapes that, that the power of sin is present and it tries and does have dominion over us until we break that through our acceptance of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And so, as I look back to this verse, I want to read it now from the Amplified Translation. And it reads, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God, that is his remarkable, overwhelming gift of grace to believers is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And when you think of the word wage, you think of something that you have earned if you have been work at a particular job and that your wages would be what you have earned by doing the work. Uh, by doing what you were told to do in order to be able to receive that wage, whatever was agreed upon. And in the case of 
sin, uh, this is not uh, a fair transaction. And what I mean by that is uh, sin is never fair. Uh, when we, uh, we don't know at the time that we are sinning and that what we are doing is opposite of God, we don't know that the wage for that is death necessarily. Most of us don't even know that because we don't have that spiritual compass uh, just yet that is um, set within us to be able to recognize that. But as life goes on and we, be here, and we begin to hear about God and God's way of doing things and what God has afforded us through Jesus and the life that he wants to secure, that he has secured for us and he wants to offer to us to receive, then we find out that, wow, I was under sin's dominion all that time and was being played. And so we uh, find out that all of this time, all I was doing was just earning the wage of death. I was under a death sentence. But it says, and this is the good news, and this is the other side of the coin of this verse, but the free gift of God. So the wages of sin pays death, but God's gift is free. God's gift is free, his free gift. And the Amplified says his remarkable, overwhelming gift of grace to believers. So when you believe, when you by faith receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, he gives us freely eternal life and is found in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now I want to look at some cross references and these are all cross references that are built and taken from this particular verse. The first one is, I want to look at, we're still in the same book, I want to look at verse 16 of Romans 6. Verse 16, and it says from the NIV, it says, don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone to obey him as slaves, you are slaves to the one whom you obey, whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. Now consider this verse and it's saying again, don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone to obey him as slaves, you are slaves to the one whom you obey? So there's only two choices here. We're either going to be slaves to sin or slaves to righteousness. We're going to obey someone. There's a song that says you're going to serve somebody. And that's true. And so we have a choice. Uh, in fact, this verse falls up under the subheading of slaves to righteousness. So we have to choose. We just can't go living through life thinking that we're doing it all on our own because in fact we're not. Uh, and so we have to make a choice and the time to make the choice is while we're still living yet here. It says, you are either slaves to the one whom you obey. You are slaves to the one whom you obey. Whether you are slaves to sin that's the one choice, which leads to death or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. And then we go down to verse 21. It says, what benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? 
those things result in death. Again, what benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? So once we found out, and if you read, of course, in between these two verses, you'll find out what those things were. Uh, the things that the wickedness and the things that um, we were drawn to and all throughout, not just here, but all throughout Romans, we will see what sin will cause and will cause us to do. We will see those particular sins that will be described very, very distinctly in this book. And but it all began with the first sin. And if you all remember that, we discussed that uh, a few episodes back when Adam sinned in the original sin, and that was the sin of disobedience. He di he disobeyed what God had told him not to do. God had given him access to all of the garden. He could eat whatever he wanted to eat there except the one tree. That was that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so um, Adam disobeyed. And so from there, we were all put under sin. We were all put under sin. Again, because of what Adam did, we were all all A-L-L -L, put under sin so that became uh, a burden to us and um, let's look at another verse here I want to look at Genesis chapter 2 Genesis chapter 2 verse 17 and remember I tell you that the cross references uh, show us how the Bible interprets itself. And if you ever hear the term, the law of first mention, what that means is uh, the first time that the idea or the thought or the topic is very first mentioned in the Bible. And so here is one of those. The law of first mention is in Genesis chapter 2, verse 17. And we're going to see this is where God first mentions to Adam what would happen if he disobeyed him. So God did not leave Adam ignorant and out there in the dark. He told him up front, this is what will happen to you. Um, I'm going to begin reading at first verse 15 and then go into our cross-reference verse of number 17. 15 starts by saying, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. 16 says, And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden. And then verse 17, which is our cross-reference verse, But you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. This is the first mention of death in the Bible. It's right here in Genesis chapter 2, verse 17. And it all began with God telling Adam what not to do. And when Adam willfully chose to do what he was told not to do, then death uh, was introduced 
to mankind. Now, let's look at also at another cross-reference we want to go to is Proverbs chapter 10, verse 17. And I think it's important that we see how the Word of God unfolds itself and how all of these books connect. Yes, there are 66 books in the Bible, but they all connect and they all have one theme. Uh, And that theme is the God of the universe, the creator, uh, the one who made mankind, did so for fellowship, to have a relationship with his creation. That's why he made us, to bring him glory and to bring him honor. And so um, when that fellowship, when that relationship was broken because of sin, then it was his, it was his quest. It was his um, pursuit to relentlessly make sure that at some time he would come as a man. He would come, Jesus, God in the flesh, would come to reconcile us back to himself. And that's what the book of Romans is all about. Now, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 16 reads... It says, the wages of the righteous bring them life, but the income of the wicked brings them punishment. That's it right there. I don't need to explain it any further. The wages of the righteous brings them life, but the income of the wicked brings them punishment. Let's also turn to the book of Ezekiel. I thought this is also an interesting one as well. And these are all just cross-references for uh, Romans 6 and 23. Um, But uh, Ezekiel 18 and verse 4 says, For every living soul belongs to me. The Father as well as the Son, both alike belong to me. The soul who sins is the one who will die. So again, uh, this is the Lord speaking, and he says, For every living soul belongs to me, the Father as well as the Son. Both alike belong to me. The soul who sins is the one who will die. But of course, Romans is telling us that it doesn't have to be that way. Sin brings about its payment in death. And we find that out from Genesis 2 and 17. But the other portion of Romans 6, 23 tells us, but God's lavish gift as the Passion Translation says, that God's lavish gift is life eternal and is found in your union, in our union with our Lord Jesus Christ, the Anointed One. So let's look at one more verse here. I want to look at Matthew chapter um, 25. Matthew 25. And verse 46. 
Now this is under the subheading of the sheep and the goats. And 46 says, then they will go away to eternal punishment. Referring to the goats. And you'd have to read, of course, uh, the verses before that to get the fullness of it. But for the sake of time, it's speaking about um, the sheep and the goats. Then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. Now, keeping in mind that righteousness, which basically means right standing with God, has nothing to do with what we do or don't do in terms of um, our everyday dealings, the things that we do. Um, What makes us righteous is not our actions, but what Christ has already done. So we choose to walk upright before God because of what Christ has already done. And so um, God has given us um, a simple blueprint, if you will, on how to go about gaining eternal life. Uh, And as I told you on a few episodes uh, from last year, that we all are going to do something or say something that's going to be out of character, that's going to be wrong that's going to be sinful. And as a believer, God tells us to confess that. And when we do, and when we ask him to forgive us as his child, he will forgive us and will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's 1 John 1 and 9. So um, God is the one that does the cleaning up. God is the one that changes and uh, renews us. Um, And he had to do that through his death on the cross and then being buried and then being raised from the dead. That's what makes all this possible. And so that's why it's important that we recognize that we need a Savior. And so the book of Romans, and as we go through the Roman road, as I share these verses, you're going to see uh, that God has a plan He did not leave it up to us to try to figure out how to get right with him because we never could. We found out that there were 613 laws uh, that uh, no one could keep except Jesus. So it would have to be him that would be the one that could uh, reconnect and bridge the gap between mankind and God the Father. So God the Son, Jesus, God in the flesh, came to do just that. He became the bridge. And so he is not asking us to do what we can't do. He is asking us to do what he has given us the means to accomplish. And all we need is the faith to believe and trust in him that what he did was enough. I can't add anything to it. You can't add anything to it. It is what he has done that has made the difference. And when we receive him by faith, when we accept by faith what he's done for us, then we can know him as Lord and Savior and we can experience his lavish gift of eternal life that is found in him. 
So again, in the Passion Translation, in that very same verse of Romans 6.23, it says, and check this out, it says, For sin's meager wages is death. It's death. Out of all that we felt that we were getting out of it, or the fun, or the delight, or whatever, that instant gratification that we got from it, it pays us death. Is it worth it? It pays us death. It says, but God's lavish gift is life eternal. Life eternal found in your union with our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. So God bless you, beloved. I pray and trust that these verses have helped you today as we continue with the Roman road and as we think about how we can share these verses, compile them together and pray over them and ask Holy Spirit to help you to be able to share these with someone who may not know Jesus yet as Lord and Savior and they're waiting on you to share with them this wonderful and lavish gift of life found only in Jesus Christ, the anointed one. God bless you. Shalom, shalom.